Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I hope that you're getting over your candy and your sugar addiction over the Halloween holidays. I'm your host, Barry Johnston. With me, as always, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, sir? Hey, Barry. I am doing all right. And, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't partake in the trick or treat this year. Well, I don't really in any way, but, uh, I didn't get any candy cause I, that only means that I'm going to eat the candy cause That's, nobody comes yeah. to my house. So, yeah, but yeah, man, I'm doing pretty good. Um, we had the, you know, they had the, uh, the Halloween blue moon, super moon thing. Yes. I guess it's not a super moon, but woo. It was spectacular, man. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I I uh, I felt like I was experiencing a little bit of weirdness from that. Just mm-hmm. I don't know, the couple of days mo- le- leading up to it, I was just, I was like, something is weird, something's off. Mm. And yeah. then and then the wife told me, oh yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, you know the blue moon, super Blood moon, Halloween. oh whatever, man. I'm like, oh that makes sense. Yeah. I just was feeling stir crazy. I was, I had anxiety for some reason, you know, just like, plus the, this last week was so odd. I mean, we had these huge ice storms that blew through and just, I mean, absolutely destroyed a bunch of uh, people's properties. And it was a weird week anyway. But I think after that, it was kind of like, you know, the aftermath of dealing with all that cleanup and stuff and. The weirdness that sort of led into Halloween. It was just a weird year. Cool year, but a weird year, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Halloween bit was canceled in a lot of places. Yeah. And understandably so. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have anybody come around here. Um, although these days they do it in such a different way. There's not a lot of people that open up their, you know, neighborhoods. And a lot of it's done in, like, parking lots and things like that right you know there's right. trunk or treats and stuff yeah speaking of uh, october i gotta bring this up your inktober stuff that you've been posting on instagram is absolutely fantastic man great thanks dude so good if anybody that that hasn't checked that out go to adam's uh, instagram and look at all the stuff that he's been posting over over the last month i mean Really cool stuff, man. So you do you do ink sketches basically, right? In your in your notebook, is that what most of it is? Yeah, it's I do sketches in my uh, in my sketchbook, and um, every for people who don't know what Inktober is, it's basically just I mean it's a uh, it's a practice, it's a kind of a prompt, it's a system, it's where you draw every day in October, and yeah. you draw an ink. You know, yeah. have to draw ink, but that's the main idea, John. Inktober, um, and every year people put out these variety of different lists that are prompt list. And uh, this year, um, 
I use the uh, cartoonist Kayfabe, which is a video podcast by a, uh, a couple of uh, comic book artists, um, uh, Ed Piscor and Jim Rugg, who uh, are like indie comic artists, but they've also like kind of broken through and done some uh, mainstream comic stuff, um, but like on their own accord kind of thing. Right. Um, they're but they're really cool dudes. And uh, Ed did a uh, history of hip hop in comics and it's just amazing that's cool and uh jim has done a ton of stuff and he's probably best known for uh his um uh street angel series uh which is about a uh the main character is a uh, like a 12 year old uh skate punk uh girl who's like a homeless hero i think in philadelphia or something like that but uh but anyway these guys they have this Cartoonist Kayfabe, which is, like I said, a video podcast. They they put stuff on YouTube all the time. And uh, it's really cool, very informative if you're interested in art and comics and um, that culture. And so they put out a list and, you know, it, every day is a different prompt. And it, it will suggest like a style of an artist or, or inspired by this artist or this kind of comic or this genre or whatever, you know, all these different things. And so I use theirs this year. And, uh, you know, I got off to a good start, um, but then I, uh, I, uh, injured my back, I pulled a muscle. And so that kind of like made it difficult for me to get more done. But, uh, but I was really happy with, uh, some of the stuff that I got done and that I was able to put out, but it's, you That's know, cool. um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool and it's just like, it's a fun thing and especially, you know, it gets me, you know, my brain thinking, my art brain. It prompts me to make art and to sketch and to draw and stuff, right. which is, I mean, honestly, this year has been very difficult to find that kind of inspiration to create. Sure. Um, so it's been really good for that. But uh, I got a good good number of them done, a handful of them, you know, probably maybe like half of it. And uh, which I plan on doing more. I may go back and just continue finish it off on my own right but uh but yeah i got some stuff and i got a That's couple cool. more that i need to finish before and public and put print and publish and put them out on the internet sure my instagram that's awesome Anyways. that's cool to have something like that to draw inspiration from you know yeah. i think that's uh that's a niche thing because mm -hmm. like you know you don't really see that in the songwriting world you know it's like right you know to, to put something up and say, okay, we're going to go in this direction, you know, and it must make you sort of have to rethink how you do stuff and just like try to fit into that kind of a style. It's cool. That's a really cool idea. I, I dig that. Yeah. Maybe. There's, there's, like I said, there's tons of different lists that different people come up with and put out there and, you know, and some are, some are much more vague where it's like, you know, uh, one word or uh, something like that, and it's really open to interpretation. Sure, but uh, and I, some and I like those as well. But like um, this, you know, I either will give myself like an assignment, the stuff that I want to do. Um, but like I said, this year with the the with the cartoonist kayfabe uh, list, there was just it was just so much for me to really nerd out on because you know I I did research and I find you know panels or whatever or and take inspiration and redraw those or do twist on those yeah because um, like one of the drawings that I did was um, 
you know, like it was a, uh, it was Jim Rugg, who's one of the, the yeah. hosts of the, uh, of the, the cartoons kayfabe. And I remember a long time ago, one of the early episodes, he talked about when he was, uh, I think like 16 or something, maybe a little bit older. He went uh, for Halloween one year. He was the crow. Mm. And um, so I, uh, I found a portrait of him and then I drew it as the crow. I saw that. Um, that's cool. And so, I didn't know who that was. So I was like, I don't know yeah. who that guy is, but that's cool. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so man. that's, that's the guy on this. And then the other guy with Ed Piscor, uh, there was for him, they, they had uh, an assignment, you know, where, or something where a day where it was, the prompt was Ed Piscor. And I was like, what can I do? You know, something that he's done. And then I was like, I found this old photograph of him from his early days as a cartoonist sitting at a uh, his drawing table uh, completely naked. And so you <laughs> can't see anything. But yeah, uh, yeah. but so like I drew him in that, but I updated a little bit with his like, his glasses. And he's always wearing one of those bucket hats. Uh, put That's one cool. of those on him and stuff. That's and cool. he liked it, which was really funny. So, That's you know, cool. That's funny. That's awesome, man. Well, speaking of nerding out, I want to nerd out on our guest today. Uh, she has been with us before. She gave us some great stories, uh, the Pooh people being one of them. Her name is Brandy, and she's coming back to talk to us about the house that she's currently living in that is just full of really weird, strange occurrences. Yeah. Also, the ho a house that she lived in when she first moved out on her own. Yeah. Uh, at age 18. So some really strange, strange stuff going on in both of those places, but uh, not always bad. Yeah. As we'll hear from, from, from Brandy here in a second. Without further ado, thank you for coming back, Brandy. What's your weird story? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate your time and calling me up. Uh, so, yeah, what is my weird story today? Well, uh, surprisingly for y'all, it does not include drugs or mishaps in that sense. But No poop uh, people? So, no poop, no poop, poop people this time. <laughs> no poop people this time. So, uh, <laughs> but it, it does take, it takes place like maybe a few years, maybe five handful of years. Uh prior to that poop the poo person story mm -hmm. uh but it also takes place in uh the great state of illinois nice and uh so i am actually not originally from illinois i'm from wisconsin and uh i had moved down to illinois uh because somebody you know in the cornfields was like hey i've got a room 300 bucks all day free parking don't worry about a thing. That was like 300 flat for everything. Wow. Where do you wow. find that? Yeah. yeah. Where do you find that? I had a, uh, an amazing room. It was huge. Like there was the entire attic space that was, you know, built to be a bedroom. So it was nice. It was, uh, it was decent. And, um, but the, the catch is you have to live out in the sticks in Illinois. Like, so the, DeKalb, Illinois is basically what it's known for is um, Northern Illinois University. So it's a college town. Lots of college kids. Uh, <clears throat> see. But I, I wasn't a college kid out there. I was a 
uh, I moved here to be a townie. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, wow. college, look, you were how you were in your you were probably in your early twenties, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was eighteen. Oh well, there you go. And yeah. moving to a college town to be yeah. a townie when you're eighteen, yeah. I mean, that's there. That's you know, that's going to college without actually having to you know yeah. pay to go to college. Yeah. That's the, that's all the fun part. It's all the, yeah, it's the benefits of. Uh... Right. It was the I I had a job. I was doing hair, uh, so that was nice. I had a job, and um, it I, I yeah, I really had to just live in it, but. The, yeah, the people that I hung out with partied a lot. They were that same group of people. This is actually the, uh, I lived with my, my husband. He's, uh, we were just roommates and we were just friends. He was dating the girl that I was living with. And she's like five or six years older than us and had a little kid and, uh, just, she she partied very hard. She was a constant partier. So, so, um, so wow. Okay. So you and your you weren't you were for your your husband who your now husband yes. was dating your roommate, and yes. then he did the roommate switch. No, so. that, that <laughs> many years later. Okay, okay. Years so later. Saying, we, did. we all know I mean, according to Seinfeld that is a very difficult maneuver to do to switch from one roommate to the other and not well, upset the balance of everything. So I was just curious uh, if that was the case. Or not. I'm not going to say that when we did get together, it wasn't upsetting to said previous roommate. And I, I don't know. It's, uh, if you've grown up in the middle of nowhere, you know how, the dating pool is small. Yeah, what yeah. do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. It's not easy to just yeah. go out there <laughs> and find somebody else. Anyways, so we lived in this house together. And, uh, okay, maybe it was the amount of partying that we had done, you know, often. Or maybe uh, there was something going on with the house. So... Weird stuff was happening. I felt like anxious and just full of anxiety all the time. Um, And so did my, I know my female roommate uh, did as well. She was crazy. She was neurotic. Sorry, girl, but you were. Uh, And (laughs) my husband, well, my, my male roommate, we'll just call him. Yes. But he, uh, I don't know. He, I don't know if he knew which way was up. I mean, honestly, let me just say this. God bless that woman for taking him in and like breaking him from being a little boy. <laughs> so those were his, like, those were his, yeah. Those oh, were yeah. formative years. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like, God, good thing you had that and dealt with all that because by the time I got him, he at least knew how to make a box of macaroni and cheese and <laughs> he knew how to make a pizza uh, and he knew how to clean a bit. He knew okay. how to, no, you know, he knew how to clean. Good. So that was good. Uh, but so, yeah, I'm very. I don't know what was going on with him. He would like go to the grocery store and buy like, Oh, I saw 10 for $10 and buy like every Hawaiian punch. (laughs) 
out there. Like, okay, great. So I can't really say if he was neurotic or if he was just the way he was when he was that age. <laughs> but uh, I can tell you that I wasn't in a good place mentally being at home. And uh, this other dude I was dating, he was, oh, I mean, I don't know if he just on his own was mentally unstable or if, because whenever he, we would be at my house, he would get really weird and he'd get like verbally abusive and not, he'd just not be okay. But it like happened when we were at my house. And so I had talked to my, uh, my girl roommate and I'm like, dude, what is with this place? It feels so weird. She's like, yeah, it's haunted. And I'm like, I feel like, yes, it has to be haunted because why do I always feel like something creepy is watching me? Yeah. And she had had, she had been living there for already almost two years prior to me living there. So, um, she's, she had seen a lot more shit than I had at that time. And I'm like, every time I would come up the stairs to come into our apartment, uh, it would be pitch black dark unless, you know, there was a crack of light from whatever, but it was dark. And, uh, but in the dark, I remember seeing like some weird shadowy figure that would mm. like be coming up the stairs with me like little, little shadowy figure. And it would wait at the door. And then I'd open the door to the apartment and it would like run in and disappear. Whoa. Damn. Yeah, it was weird. It, I never felt like overtly creeped out by that, whatever that was, but, uh, it, it got it. That was there. And there were times where we would hear, you know, footsteps upstairs. Like they would hear footsteps upstairs. I would be at work. So they'd know that nobody's upstairs. Uh, my roommate, she was like, I am sure that, you know, somebody's upstairs because I just heard people walking around. I'm like, yeah. ah, girl, I am at work. <laughs> but, and then, ah, oh man, like the mirror in the bathroom, you'd take a shower and there was always this little girl that would look at you through the mirror. What? Yeah, that, that was weird. I, I didn't see her that often. She was probably about five, but, uh, Jim, he would, he would end up seeing her a lot more often than I did. And it was, he's like, there's, I always catch, like, I'm getting, you know, dressed in the bathroom. And then I see like this tiny little person watching me. It's like, and it's not the little girl that lives here. It's not the, the living child that lives here. Okay. It's somebody a little bit older and He's like, I always see her in the mirror and I caught a glimpse or like a figure of her in the mirror once. And, uh, that was frightening, but, uh, my roommate, she had said before I moved in that there were instances where she was hearing like the cabinets in the kitchen, like opening and shut. And her kid was definitely not old enough to be doing that at that time, uh, or even moving around, mm -hmm. you know, the, her kid was basically a potted plant. Um, 
at that point in time. So that's, I'm like, girl, why are you still fucking living here? <laughs> Excuse me. Why are you living <laughs> yeah. here still? Why are you doing that? I would have been out. Yeah. But the rent is so good. What are you going to do? Yeah. True. So. Do you remember what the, do you remember, you said you you caught a, just glimpses, but do you remember much about the glimpses of the little girl, what she looked like? She looked to be like a, a five or six year old. Okay. Uh, I didn't really get to see much of what she like looked like. And it's been quite a number of years, but there was always this looming feeling of, you know, somebody watching you, somebody being with you. And it wasn't a welcome feeling. I remember feeling it was not a good feeling. Mm. So that freaked me out. Then there was a point in time where I was hearing, there was a lot more auditory hallucination type hearing things. I feel like that I experienced like she, my uh, roommate, she would hear, you know, the cupboard slamming and things moving around, but she would come in and nothing would be out of place. Wow. Uh, I was hearing like, yeah, we were hearing people move around. We were hearing people, I would hear people downstairs, uh, but I, there would be nobody home. Uh, just weird hearing things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there were times where it was like, I was almost hearing, uh, people talking, like just, you know, chattering, I guess people Mm -hmm. thing. And I couldn't, pinpoint who it was and I'm like are they home but th- it was so it was so weird and but the feeling like was so how could I explain this prickly mm-hmm. it would it felt like it felt scary at times it felt like oh I don't want to be here anymore so I'd go and I I ended up staying at my um, my then boyfriend's house um, often it, even though his house was a dirty rat pad. It was so gross, but I'd stay there because I felt like nobody's watching me here. Yeah. <laughs> not, it's not weird, but, um, so it got to the point where it was really bad. One night I remember, uh, I was trying to sleep in my bed and, uh, I just, my anxiety was like creeping and creeping and Granted, I do have anxiety to begin with, but uh, my anxiety was just through the roof. My blood pressure was high. Like, hey, I'm 18 years old. This shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to sleep. Why am I feeling like I need to run away? And then all of a sudden I hear, uh, you know, like just clear as day, Brandy. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Ah!" It was that scared the ever-loving shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got up and I drove to the bar because I didn't want yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be in my house anymore. No kidding. Ooh, it was that was scary. Uh so as soon as I heard that and I'm trying to like talk to my roommates about it and they're like, you know, kind of like ah, ha, ha, yeah, right. Uh, right. Maybe you're high. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Weird. This is really happening to me. And that, uh, 
I, I had found in Illinois, I don't even know if they exist anymore, but they're like, they were basically a local Ghostbusters. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they seemed like, you know, the real deal. What do I, what do I know? Yeah. Those ghost hunting shows didn't come out yet. Right. So right. Right. That wasn't thing. Sure. All I know is they brought in a bunch of technical equipment and they were really going to town. So, but before that happened, I, I had to ask my roommates like, Hey, Oh, what do you think? Can I bring in the Ghostbusters? <laughs> She's yeah. like, I guess so. <laughs> like, it, there was a consensus that we all heard uh, footsteps walking around, like mm-hmm. male, big man footsteps walking around, uh, either upstairs or down. We've heard a, uh, we've heard and had gl- had glimpses of a little girl, mm-hmm. and what we interpreted as a ghost cat. Mm. Like mm. we thought that that thing that was running in the house, cause it happened almost all, every day, every day. Right. It was this shadowy figure in the dark that you could see would be waiting for you to just open up the door. You'd like come up the little, you know, there's like, stairs the landings of the stairs you know like the first landing, and it would wait at the first landing and it would come up the stairs with you like as soon as it was really dark you could like see the shadowy figure and it would just wait at the door like gonna let me in and you know there were times where i'm like should i let you in yeah (laughs) i don't know ghost cat (laughs) damn uh, did it did it have the uh, the form of a cat or was it more of a did it, yeah, did it have a like discernible a, shape yeah like a fluffy cat like okay a big it fluff- did. okay look it, it looked like a big fluffy i mean i couldn't like really it was it's dark and it's right. shadowy but it was the size of a cat it was fluffy it looked fluffy wow. like a long-haired domestic you yeah. know cat wow and uh yeah it was so weird but uh, so this, you know, I, we had, we could all agree on those three uh, and what we were hearing, the things that we were hearing. And so my roommates at the time were like, yeah, you have fun with the ghost, the Ghostbusters, and we're going to go and stay, you know, we're going to go out to Indiana or something like that. The cool, awesome. See you later. I'll have fun on my Ghostbusters adventure. <laughs> and they, they came out. It was probably a team of like five or six people. Yeah. And they brought like all their, you know, their gear, their infrared and their uh, magnetism. You know, I don't honestly watch ghost shows. It's hard for me <laughs> to they, know what these tools are. They have so many different like yeah. gadgets, you know. But yeah. back back then there was probably, what is that, that meter that they have the yeah, um it's uh me- measure electro, it's electromagnetic yeah like yeah it measures i don't know if it's an ekg or energy, if it's something but right. something that's they have well they have all sorts of stuff but typically they'll have one of them will be some kind of electromagnetic kind of response meter type of thing yeah, yeah. So they did they definitely did that and uh they did some they tried to do like some seance stuff mm. 
They tried to like talk how, to the spirit. How was know? that? You were there for this, right? Yeah, I was, how was watching. How was that? Uh, I mean, it was it was fine. It seemed a little because they were like recording everything. With two people had cameras and all sorts of whatever stuff. But uh, I, I just, you know, thought, whoa, they're really getting into this right here. Right. And nothing, absolutely nothing happened. Mm. And they were like, huh, weird. I don't know why these spirits aren't talking to me. And I'm like, dude, maybe because this is corny as shit. But, right. you know. You got a camera out, you know, you're pointing. They're it. like with a Ouija board or whatever right. they were. I, like, come on, guys. You bought that from Target. This is right. by Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I you know. I mess with the Mattel brand Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so it, it, it was what it was. I was, I felt better after I had them there, you uh-huh. know, but they basically, they were walking through every room and they're trying to like cap, catch any readings on, you know, temperature and infrared or whatever and yeah. the electromagnetic and what they ended up finding was, uh, that there was an, an an electromagnetic pole, a, a very strong pole, just located in the corner of our house. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it. They're like, yeah, the readings on this indicate, you know, that this could this could being near it and living near it is akin to living under power lines. Right. It helps magnify the spirits and give them energy or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, they, they kind of just looked at us. They're like, or it's just making you crazy. Right. Right. (laughs) What? What? They're like, yeah, we can't find anything with, uh, you know, anyone being here. I'm like, well, then what the hell am I hearing? They're like, hallucinations because you're living basically by this incredibly strong wow. electromagnetic current. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't think about that, but yeah. 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 There's the, uh, the strong magnetic fields like that yeah. have been known to um, influence people to where they have hallucinations and they ex- have these experiences. And the, so it could be that that was the source of all of this. Mm. They couldn't explain the ghost cat though. Right. Like we got actual readings of like something on a little girl though, but the little girl, right. They, they couldn't explain any of that. Right. They could not explain it. And, you know, for what it was like, at least, you know, they could shift my attention to be like, that's not real. I'm crazy. Right. I, I ended up moving out like fairly quickly after that, but uh, and so did, so did my roommates and uh, just the things that I had heard from them after they had you know vacated and moved into another apartment uh, with how the the child that actually lived with us she was all of a sudden like speaking using the you know 
potty trained like that. Wow. Speaking clearly, uh, where I remember my friend was like, my roommate was like, I think I need to have her evaluated, uh, for like early intervention. But it, she like, it was like overnight they moved out into, you know, moved away from there. And all of a sudden, like a few, like a month later, she's like, bam, speaking like a four year old. Wow. Everything, you know, but, and you know what, now that I'm a parent, like some kids are just late starters on things and some kids, they're going to do what they're going to do when they're going to do it. And so it's, it's hard to say now as a fully grown adult, Yeah. (laughs) what I, you know, was that something that came to play? I don't know, but it, either way, it was totally weird. And, uh, you know, talking to other people that have spent a lot of time in DeKalb, they're like, Oh yeah, this is a really haunted place. I'm like, well, then why didn't the Ghostbusters find anything? (laughs) (laughs) How old of a home was it? Uh, I think it was built in the 1800s, sometime in the 1800s. It was a very old, super drafty. Nothing was updated. Yeah. Radiator, heat. Right. uh, It was old. Yeah. And you're going to hear every knock and every footstep right. and that's just kind of the way it is i lived in an old home like that too yeah. and it was it was like that but uh yeah wow they got a lot of personality yeah. but you know what i mean now as an adult and living in the home that i live in now uh i can say with great certainty that it was haunted oh really yeah wow. oh yeah for sure and this is a good a good haunted story you know, I don't think I've heard this because I, I previously I knew a little bit about uh, the the story you just told about the one in DeKalb. I didn't know it was DeKalb. I had a friend who went to went to school there, maybe uh, probably not when you were there. Um, but because we, we talked about and how the magnetic field, how you feel that that's what source of it was. But I think that I think that was probably the source of any kind of. Um, auditory hallucination. So maybe when you heard your name and something, and then maybe the chatter, it might've been that, but the, the ghost cat and right. the, the little girl, I think that might've been something else. So I don't it, know. It is, right. And like, after speaking with friends who are, you know, actual mediums mm-hmm. and they explain like, this is not something that, you're just like, yeah. hire me. Like, she's like, you know, like, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> That's yeah. not what it's about. Right. So, you know, long story short for that, I might have just paid money for some people, some old people to be like, you're crazy, bitch. <laughs> oh, wait, but, you had to pay the Ghostbusters? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, come on, man. I was 18. I'm like, I'll shell out whatever you want. Shit. Oh, yeah. man. A real, a real Ghostbuster would not have charged you. I would think for right. the, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if real Ghostbusters. I don't know. I mean, you know, and obviously they're not Ghostbusters. They're, uh, you know, paranormal investigators. Right. That's you right. Know, we don't, we, we don't, I mean, we don't want to, you know, joke on. We don't want to bust anybody's balls. But, you know, but yeah, it sounds like those guys, you know, 
or or the ghost bros will bust their balls, but uh, yeah. they're getting paid a lot yeah. of money than we are, so I they can take it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's, so, that's go ahead. Yeah, so like living in this house though, uh my current home, I live in Portland, uh, Oregon. Uh so that's I don't keep that secret or anything. But uh so yeah, I moved into this house and it was built in nineteen forty seven. And, uh, what's strange is, I mean, how many people can say that they've met almost every single person who's owned their house previously? Um. I've met every single person besides the original builder Mm. and, uh, the, um, his granddaughter Mm. or not his granddaughter, uh, his the woman who ended up taking over it after he died. So this man built the house and it was a tiny little thing when he built it. And, uh, this other old lady, she ended up buying it and this was like considered grandma's house, I guess. And she owned it for, uh, for a, a number of years. And then her granddaughter bought the house and I've met her granddaughter several times and that's so weird because her granddaughter, like she's, I think she's like 60 now and she comes to the house, knocks on the door every Halloween. And she, <laughs> and she says, hi, I used to live here. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know I've met you a few times now. <laughs> Angie, I know you, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Your shit is still in my garage, bitch. <laughs> but <laughs> in a long time since you've been here but uh so she comes every halloween every halloween my neighbors they they warned me like don't be alarmed but the previous owner likes to come and drop by every halloween i'm like is that like a ghost story and they're like no she's alive she lives over (laughs) here with her children i'm like okay (laughs) so damn uh so yeah this this woman she comes by and then um a lot of It'd be great if she came by every year dressed like as a ghost to come and knock on the door and say, I used to live here and really played it up. Oh, that would be amazing. When I leave this house, I'm going to do that. I'm going to dress up like a ghoul. Why did you change my thing? Oh my God. So, uh, Okay. So she lived here. Then some other, another woman lived here with her daughter and her daughter is a medium and, uh, or has, uh, has abilities. She has some, some abilities. And, uh, I know this woman because all of a sudden this weird car like pulled up in front of my house and was just, this lady was hanging out the window, just looking at the exterior of the house and the and my, um, my yard. And I've done a lot of work to the yard because we used to have some really large trees and, uh, a very large windstorm ended up taking them down and completely decimating my front yard. So I did a lot of work. It does not look the same. And we painted, got a new windows, all sorts of X, Y, and Z. We really have been moving and shaking on this place. And she came out. She's like, I, I don't want to be weird, but and I'm like, yeah, you're kind of weird. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll be late for that. She's like, I used to own this house. I'm like, no shit. Another one. 
let me put another owner that I I've met now wow. on the list. And she sold it to the lady who lived here with her husband before from the lady I bought the house from. And I've, when I toured this house, she, the previous, my, the previous owner that I purchased from was home and has rheumatoid arthritis. So she was just blitzed. She was high as a kite. Just the whole place was like a Cypress Hill concert in here. Wow. And wow. So I've met every single owner. <laughs> That are still alive. Very interesting. But that is. Over the course of the so many years that I've lived here, uh, immediately upon moving in, uh, we had to live upstairs. My husband and I lived upstairs, and we did some work on the downstairs. It was so gross. Unlivable downstairs. So we were living upstairs. Uh, in my, it had like, it was untouched. The previous owners that I, I purchased from said, we haven't been upstairs in 12 years. And I'm like, well, you've owned the place for about 13. Wow. Like, yep. I have not gone upstairs. It's just too creepy and weird. And, uh, and she's like, we, we fixed the toilet up there once. And the man that used to own this house with her, uh, when he, when they say we fixed it, it means like we just wrapped some duct tape around the shit and right. called it good. Wow. So, uh, they haven't been, they had not been upstairs. She said, it's too creepy up there. And I'm like, that's weird. Damn. Cool. Cool story, lady. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we're up there and it smells like, you know, 1968. Yeah. And it, the carpet, all the carpet up there. It was like long pile shag. My oh, grandma yeah. had this brown shag carpet. Yeah. And we had that at my my house growing up, the brown long brown yeah. shag yeah. carpet. You remember that, Barry? Oh yeah, man. At the White House. Yes, we, sir. we called it the White House because it was white. Yep. But also it had pillars and it was like one of the only in our town that had these pillars in the yeah. front. It was really it was a nice house, but it yeah. looked it looked real fancy. Yeah. Um, oh, I bet. Yeah. Pillars look nice. <laughs> Everybody. That's right. Make you look rich. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, ironically, though, I think Barry's grandpa or great grandpa or something, mm -hmm, somebody mm -hmm. was the one who built the great grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oddly His enough. great grandfather built the house. My grandparents, my mom's parents um, uh, bought it and owned it and lived there for a long time. My mom grew up there. And then I was uh, when uh, we were little, little. Uh, we lived there until I was probably like in middle school, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it had a but lot. Anyway, of, it had a lot of character. That was a cool house, and it was it a was. creepy house too, man. Yeah, if there was any house that I've lived in, um, that you know, that would have been one that was potentially haunted. It would seem like it was haunted. Yeah. Um, but because uh, it had this really awesome basement, um, where one room was a big room and it had a big old style pool table yeah. that we used to play on, and um, and a library of all these old 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 uh, National Geographic bound volumes that my great that my granddaddy had, and then uh, another room that was just kind of like a storage area, and then back in that was a this room that we were never allowed to go in. It was a little uh, office or kind of workshop room that we were never allowed to go in uh, when we were little. 
and uh, the 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 reason was because that's where my dad would hide all of our Christmas presents. Right. So, <laughs> we're never allowed to go in that room because that's where all the good stuff was. <laughs> right. Not because it was haunted. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, brown brown shag carpet. Sorry for that, but uh, oh yeah, no, great. It was great. It it was so smelly. It smelled terrible. Uh, I can imagine. They left, uh, the previous owners left, um, that carpet sprinkle, you know, like the, to make it smell better carpet sprinkle did that left. Um, and then our other, the other room was, so (sighs) this place is a damn Frankenstein house. The, Mm -hmm. there were additions added on and added on over the course of the past for 1940. I don't know. I can't math. I'm pregnant. I can't math anymore. 70 years. It's a long time. It's damn near a long time. So lots of additions have been added on really shoddily, whatever. And, uh, this, there's a one part of my upstairs that looks like it was a part of the house, which it was, it was all wood paneling and, uh, the, brown shag carpet and then there was a an addition that was added on that looks really terribly 80s early 80s just shitty added you know shitty shittily done dormers and just carpet that's like buckling and is another ugly early 80s carpet probably like 1981 yeah weird funky ass color so uh it's a Frankenstein and we were up there and I remember, uh, like the door up there, it would creak and swing and granted it still does. So I realized now that that has nothing to do with my, my, uh, visitor. And you know what? I don't think that this person that was there, this spirit that was there, this energy that was there was a visitor we were visitors to them. Okay. To him. Yeah. We, I know the man. Yeah. I could feel, I could feel his presence. He was a grandpa, and I could feel that he was a very nice man. Oh, that's good. Oh my God! I could. I like. I never, ever felt alone, hmm. and I never ever felt like creeped out. I always felt comfortable with him there. And it was, it was a really good thing. Hey man, did I ever tell you about this recent thing that happened to me? I was driving around in the country and it was just after dusk. So there's a little bit of light still coming on out of the sky, but it was mostly dark. I saw this black school bus. I don't think I've ever heard this. Okay. So I saw this black school bus. All the windows were tinted and it started following me for about 15 minutes. Whoa. No. Yeah. What what did you do? I was at work. I was making deliveries and I just kept making my deliveries and like it would even stop and wait for me and (laughs) but it was never close enough to where I could see it or anything but it was following me man wow dang that's just 
an example of another really weird story that happened to me and that could have happened to you. You don't have to have a UFO encounter. You don't have to have seen the ghost of your grandmother. You don't have to know what Bigfoot smells like to have had a weird story. Basically, what we're saying is weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And we love hearing all of your stories, whether they're spooky, they're funny, they're bizarre, or they're just short, sweet, and unexplained. Kind of like our podcast. Moving out here from the Midwest, I had never been by myself. I'd never lived by myself legitimately. I had never spent a lot of time just alone. I'd always had my, uh, my boyfriend, my husband now, but there were times where he would be out. He, I remember he would travel like back home for whatever. And I was staying here and, uh, usually I would get, you know, pretty anxious back in the Midwest. I would feel like not super kosher. Hmm. Uh, but here, I'm like, wow, I'm actually doing really well for, for how alone I am right now. And given my neighborhood, like we moved into a house that has, well, it had bars on the windows. You know, I remember oh, wow. asking like, uh, is this a thing? And they're like, well, this isn't the prettiest part of Portland. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. fine. I'm from, we're from the Chicago area. It's fine. Yeah. We'll be fine. Right. We will survive. Yeah. So I, I was fine, but I felt I never felt like hopelessly alone. It was really an odd thing. I'm like, I there's a ghost here, but I feel like it's my, my grandpa ghost. Interesting. I feel like it's and I could really feel him upstairs. I would almost feel him move around mm. uh, upstairs. If I was watching TV huh. I could feel him, you know, move past, like it would just be cold. And then I would warm up again and he'd hang out in his, in the bathroom a lot up there. And sometimes he would go downstairs, like down the stairs, but I could never really feel him downstairs. Uh, he would come back upstairs. I could really feel him upstairs and I could almost just, it felt like I was sitting in the living room with him in my upstairs. Hmm. Like I'm sitting with my grandpa right now. It's so weird. Wow. And I know it wasn't my grandpa. My grandpa, you know, yeah. if he's haunting anywhere, it's the Midwest. <laughs> he's not coming out here. <laughs> right. He does not do that. Uh, land of liberals are not for him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this, this old man was here and, um, I never really, you know, said much about it. And then I finally, I talked to my, my neighbor who's been here. She's known so many of the old, uh, neighbors or the people that lived here. And I'm like, you know, I think the, my upstairs is haunted. And she's like, oh yeah, the original owner, he's, he haunts it. Oh, wow. 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 And who built the house, he, he lives upstairs. And I'm like, oh, Okay. And she's like, from what I gather, he was a very nice man. I'm like, I I don't feel like in danger or anything. She's like, no, but she said, you know, you're not the only one that's talked about the the ghost upstairs. Wow. Wow. I'm like, oh, okay. So we, uh, we lived up there for probably seven months 
got the downstairs ready and uh, moved downstairs, moved in and cleaned up there really well. And then we moved in a roommate and uh, from Wisconsin. And he came out, he lived with us for a number of years. And uh, he definitely said that there was, he's like, oh yeah, there's, there's definitely somebody up here with me. Wow. But he doesn't care. He's like, he doesn't care about me and I don't care about him. He just, hopefully he's not watching me do things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm I'm almost done, baby. That is so, that is crazy. You know, before you said that, I was like, do you have any, I was going to ask you if you had any idea who it was and. Yeah. And it makes sense that it would be him because I'm sure that was a labor of love for him, you know, to be able to build your own home and like, you know, you want to protect it. I'm sure he just wants, you know, to to protect it. But furthermore, the weird <laughs> the that all of the homeowners you've met is just that's very strange. That's I've never I've never met anyone I bought a house from except one person. And that was just by accident. Yeah. Um, that's so weird, man. They it's usually, because for people that haven't bought a home, usually, unless you know the people, obviously, right. um, but they usually try to separate, you know, like when you're signing yeah. papers and stuff like that, they don't want you to have really interaction with the other couple, yeah. you know? So that's just so wild. And the fact that that lady comes on Halloween uh, is is creepy, man. That's fucking creepy, dude. Are you gonna see her this year? Yeah. You think? Yeah, no, it's COVID times. So oh yeah, not... yeah, true, true. Forgot. I mean, yeah. it gets our our neighborhood gets just absolutely wild. This place gets totally wild uh, for Halloween. It's really cool. cool. I've never experienced Halloween like that. That's I mean, great. And you're one of the wildest ones, though, aren't you? Because I know that you do a lot for your yard and to decorate and everything. I thought I thought that I was one of the wildest ones. And, you know, people were telling me, had told me, you know, you guys do like, well, you guys have one of the best houses here. And I'm I'm realizing that it's because it's not very scary and like, all, it's very inclusive to all children, you know, yeah, right. uh, but, uh, from what I actually witnessed, like, Whoa, these neighbors are getting out of control with it. They have <laughs> camp parties. People like have, they set up entire haunted houses. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, it gets really cool. Gets, awesome. And I'm like, this is so trusting to like, for like parents to be like, you go to them and you can go walk through their haunted house. And I'm not feeling sketched out about it. I also, you know, remember gr- I grew up trick or treating when, uh, it was the, uh, satanic panic was going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. We did too. <laughs> yeah. Satanic panic and, uh, the, you know, razor blades in yeah. all the candy. Yes. There's razor blades. There's, they're poisoning the candy. Yep. They're you know stuff like that. People make handmade treats. Yeah, here, that's awesome. And that's it's not like a thing. And that's the know? way that's the way it used to be when we were kids. And, yeah. and it just sucks that we lost that, you know, because yeah. of, because people are psychos, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of it though was 
was part of the satanic panic and a lot of urban legends that would go crazy because, you know, like there were a few cases, but that was enough to make it, you know, go catch fire. And and it was a national threat. Yeah. It was everywhere was like this. So you would go and you go to the police department and have your candy x-rayed. You know, and of yeah. course they never yeah. found anything. Right. You know, right. And they go and do all those things. And you, that little old lady whose house you'd love going to because she made the uh, the candy popcorn balls. Yeah. You know, yeah. which was always yeah. my favorite. Me too, man. Man. Right. And she can't do it anymore because, you know, parents were saying, oh, we can't take that. Yeah. And that little old lady's not going to be putting needles or anything like that in. That's yeah. Right. That's I mean, right. you know, you were there last year, and she's going to do it. You know, she's been she's lived in that house for you know right fifty years, five yeah. years, whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's so, what, yeah. and that that's why it's it's so beautiful. Like the amount of trust that cool. people have here for each other and that's their neighbors, great. and it it makes me never want to leave. Honestly, right, because you know, I talk to my parents, and they're like. Trick or treat is on a Sunday from eleven to one o'clock in the morning. You know, right, right, yeah, eleven a.m. to one. And yeah, yeah. We don't get any trick or treaters now. I'm like, wow, that is so lame. Yeah, it's like as soon as it starts to like dusk is for the children out here, and then once it's dark, it is yeah. no hope far until cool. we have teenagers like pounding on the door like please get out trick or treat i'm like here you go children <laughs> the kids that's cool are like, man you got need? and i'm like shut up get out of here <laughs> <laughs> that's, you, bitch. that's funny Hell no. that's funny like, who's spending money to like get your children high not yeah not anyone okay yeah so anyways, back to my haunted house uh yeah so the haunted house my my roommate lived here for a while we had a roommate and he said yeah it, it's there's a guy and it's fine he's like he doesn't bother me so it's cool wow. like okay cool so uh we started to uh like actually do renovations to the house and i want to reiterate to you guys that when we purchased the house it was in such a state of disarray that no maintenance or work had been done on the house in probably over 20 some years. Oh, wow. A very long time. Uh, probably since that, you know, the woman who comes knocking on the door every Halloween, you know, right. 20 some years, almost 30 years ago, she lived here. Wow. And she built the shitty, the shitty dormers upstairs. But uh, so there's been no work. The previous owners that owned it that I purchased from, uh, were artists. Mm. Uh, no offense, Adam, <laughs> but I mean, the man did not do anything. Yeah. He did not. He peed in the sink downstairs. Oh Lord. And, and drank I, I, a lot. Can, I can honestly say I've never peed in the sink. Um, <laughs> that I remember at least. Uh, and, uh, even, you know, in, and even when I would drink a lot, I would definitely, you know, I would, I'd go pee outside off my porch, sure. Right. Yeah. But, you know, not my, not my yeah. sink. Oh, Although, my God. You know, I mean, the sink is typically, it's, I'm tall, it's a good level, too. But, you know, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to do this. Right. <laughs> you he was, uh, you know, very punk rock. They were oh, old well. people. I mean, they're 68 when, you know, they're 68 year old punk rockers, super punk, like wow. old punk, crusty Portland people. 
I could not believe it. Yeah, wow. I'm like, damn, I am buying some real Portlanders. And then after about a year of cleaning up his shit, I'm like, I bought some real Portlanders. God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still finding broken. He was a drummer. I find, you know, drumsticks everywhere still. Wow. But, you know, he was like, he never wanted to go upstairs for anything. He would not go upstairs. Uh, Maybe... You know, maybe Grandpa Ghost was like giving him the like the bad feels, right? Yeah, because the guy wouldn't do shit. He would just slap a piece of duct tape on it and be like, "Fuck it." Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like that he was not happy with those guys living there. And then when you come in, it's a nice, you know, couple, and you know, and starting to do stuff to the house. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And then started a family. And, you know, once yep. that happened, has, has, has your little one, has she said anything about, uh, no, you know, no. Okay. That's good. No. I mean, uh, he, you know, he left. He's gone. Uh, oh, did he? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, is that when you started so we, doing the renovations? Yeah. We started, so we were renovating the upstairs. Uh, I decided I absolutely hate the wood paneling. And it's not terrible. It's just I don't need the entire room to be, you know, orange. Some people are into it. It's not like it's like nice shiplap, Joanna Gaines. It's right, you know, it's just that old wood paneling look. So uh, instead of drywalling over it, I wanted to keep the look of the paneling. So we spent a lot of time sanding and sanding. We sanded all of the the finish and all of the stuff, you know, the wood grain down and, uh, only the, the bottom part of the paneling. And then the, where the ceiling, you know, you know, uh, peaks where the peak comes up that we left bare, you know, it's wood paneling. Look, it's, it actually looks pretty nice with painted paneling on the bottom. So I wanted to just make the room look bigger. I replaced the carpet, tore all, all that old carpet, carpeted the whole thing the stairs uh and then we redid the bathroom completely i just we uh almost gutted the thing and put in new tile new toilet wow uh, sink etc you know lights the whole shebang and i remember you working on that bathroom for a long time oh yeah i remember like seeing pictures and stuff of you uh, all the work that you guys have and I mean, yeah. like a lot of work, and that's been going right. on for years. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So uh, as soon as it like got the new carpet put in, and the paneling was all painted, and the the bathroom was pretty much all done, uh, and the that janky janky ass bedroom with the weird dormers on the side got done, uh, all of a sudden, dude is gone. Wow. Grandpa's gone. He must approve, man, because I'd never heard yeah, of that. Yeah. I've asked and I've asked my I asked my roommate, like, do do you still feel uh grandpa ghost up there? And he's like, No, not at all. Wow. He's like, it's kinda wow. nice because now I can fap in peace. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh you know, I I I feel sad because I wanted to say goodbye. I hope that he was like okay with it. I hope I I hope that he was like these damn kids ruined my house. <laughs> well, I I really feel like he was probably like good children. Yeah. Taken. I, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. To me, it seems like that's probably what happened, that he felt he could leave it now, that you guys were going to take care of it and that somebody was going to appreciate it and love it as much as he did. Right. You know, because like that's typically not the response that happens when people start doing renovations. Usually when people start doing renovations is when everything kicks up to 11 and shit hits the fan. So yeah, I, yeah, it seems like uh, he's probably like he's probably liked you guys, and he probably approved, and it's like okay, thank you. And then maybe he's, his business got finished. Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe yeah. He's, he's like, I think my my business now is is fin- like they yeah. can take it from you. I like I remember I told like when we started working, I I told him I'm like I'm gonna take care of this place. And it might not be a man's touch, but it's going to be my touch. Yeah. And we just went to town and I'm very happy with it. I'm moving back upstairs, but, uh, um, good. It, yeah. It, so we redid the front windows. We redid, we took out tiny single hung windows and we combined them to make bigger windows because the house is so dark and, uh, all the additions that this Angie previous owner, did uh like she did half of more than half of my kitchen is her shoddy work and i'm like god ugh, it's terrible so one halloween she came in after we had just done all the work and uh i answered the door and she's like hi hi i'm the old owner i'm like i know who you are come on in you want to come in this time come on in yeah let me show you what i've done yeah oh my god was she offended she was really yeah, she like got kind of teary eyed, and I'm like, "Damn, dude! Like, you expect people to want to live here in the same condition that you left it 30 years, right? Damn near, okay, 25 years ago, right? Please, yeah." So she looked at my new bathroom on the first floor, and she was like, "Whoa, what did you do to make it bigger?" And I'm like, "Well, I took out of another room," uh, and then I showed her, um, you know, she we I showed her the kitchen, and she got upset that. I took out windows and added different windows. That's okay. funny. Oh. Well, I, what'd you do to my, my wall? I'm like, I took yeah. it out. It's my wall now, bitch. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> now, I mean, I can understand why she's, you've taken away her memory, you know, she right. can't go there and instantly remember everything as it was. Right. And so I, that's why she, and it I mean, was her I can house. understand. That's why she's right. Right. But, time to move on right it's your house now she did stuff to the house it now it's yours and you know it's gonna happen so so, people's hand you know three owners besides you lady so yeah yeah. um but you know i i wanted to make mention of the woman that was hanging out the window at you know you know hanging out her door her car and you know said i'm blah 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 i used to own this house she, when I talked to her, one of the first things she asked me was, have you met the old man? Mm. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, actually I have. And she's like, so it is still haunted. Wow. And I said, it was. And she's like, how did you get rid of him? And I'm like, I didn't get rid of him. Grandpa <laughs> 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 could have forever. <laughs> Maybe he's on vacation. Yeah. It- you know, I, most vacations could be a very long time. I right. mean, they've got literal eternity. So, yeah. uh, 
you know, I talked to, I talked to her about it and she said that her daughter, she's like, my daughter, we lived here for a number of years. And, uh, I, she's like, my daughter is different. And I'm like, Oh, how different. And she's like, well, she can see and talk to, uh, she hears them Mm -hmm. and she sees them and she can communicate with them. Mm. Uh, on a different level than we can. And I said, oh, so she's a medium. She's like, well, I didn't want to say that because most people laugh at me. Yeah. But right. yes, my daughter is a medium. And I'm like, okay, well, I believe you because I definitely have had these experiences in this house. And she said that her daughter was very young and she would talk to the old man. And that's how they knew that it was the the, the original you know, the original, uh, owner. Wow. And, uh, he died from, you know, like getting sick. I'm pretty sure he got sick and that was it. But, uh, yeah, he's been here forever. And she said that he wasn't bad. She did say that there were, there was something on the first floor, like someone on the first floor that she would talk to. Mm. And, uh, She's like, is that whoever that is still there? And I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Wow. And uh, that's when I'm like, ooh, tell me more. She's like, well, <laughs> that that whoever that was downstairs was much younger than the old man and uh, kind of freaked out my daughter a lot. So we ended oh, up moving to wow. uh, an apartment. We sold the house and moved because it was causing my daughter so much like they wanted to just constantly be at her. Right. And because I'm she like, could hear, she could Right. Wow. Like someone's finally I'm like, oh, so someone someone can finally talk to me. I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's man. All parties involved. But I said, I can't feel anybody downstairs. Uh in fact I said, I feel utterly alone now. I mean, besides having my child, but uh it's like it just feels like house. Yeah. Well, that's, but, a, and that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Right. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, you know, but uh, very interesting, interesting things. And, uh, yeah. So since that, that happened, that's awesome. Done. That's great, man. What a great story. Yeah. For real. That's fantastic. Almost. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, uh, so it's funny, you know, those kind of stories could we, we talked a little bit with that um, with Chrissy um, on the last episode about the movie The Others, and so when you started going into that, you know, talking about renovating and stuff, I was like, uh oh, this is going to go bad. <laughs> but it's great that yeah. it, it it went the other way. It's fantastic. He he must be happy. Yeah, like yeah. like you you made his life. I mean, you know what I mean. Like that's probably all he wanted was just somebody to give a fuck about what he did. You know, right. what he created. I hope so. Yeah, I really yeah because yes, as soon as I started, uh, as soon as the paint went up, I am gonna. I'll be right there. Okay, I'm gonna make dinner soon. Well, well I'm busy, honey. Okay, just keep. I'm I'm almost done. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, he, you know, I'm, uh, I really hope that he was like cool with it and sure, just let it. Just said now I'm now my work is done. Yeah. Sure. I feel good enough to go on now. 
Uh, and then I think about like, how long was that poor man here? Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time right. to be here mm-hmm. and, you know, have to watch. So uh, that, the one owner that would come on Halloween, Angie, she would show up. And I remember I asked her if, you know, he is the upstairs haunted. And she said, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, she said that she had, uh, both of her babies in this house. Mm. She did, you know, home births, like go figure it's Oregon. Right. Everybody does it. Literally everybody does that. Yeah. So, um, she's like, I had both of my babies in this house. We took care of them upstairs. We built that other room so that we could, you know, have it be like a nursery and, uh, we could stay upstairs at the same time. And uh, now I'm doing that. I'm going to be doing that. But uh, she said that she would give the, like the baby, one of her, 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 her uh, firstborn, like a, a bath in one of those little, you know, infant baths yeah. in the sink upstairs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said that there would always be, uh, a presence. There's always this presence behind me, watching me care for my baby. Mm. And she's like, I never felt like it was wrong or bad. I felt like she's like, I felt like my dad was with me. Mm. Wow. She's like my dad's alive. She's like, but I felt like my father was mm. with me. Wow. Just wow. like, Happily, like very joyful, like lovingly, you know, watching me care for my child. So she's like, we didn't, you know, it didn't chase me away. But uh, she's like, why are you you experiencing the haunted haunted upstairs? And I told her, you know, this is before we ended up renovating. I'm like, yeah, there's still living up there. Yeah, right. (laughs) And he's like, well, he's not bad. And I'm like, I know, I know it's. You know, my poor roommate just he he wants to fap in peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the one thing about a haunting. You just you know, I mean, you need some privacy for God's yeah, sakes, yeah. for sure. He's like, I hope you're not here. <laughs> close your eyes. Me, yeah, close your eyes. I'll put a sock on the door so you'll know to leave. <laughs> yeah. <I> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Brandy, thank you, thank you so much for for yeah, you're right. coming Welcome. on, man. You, you're so great. I mean, oh, yeah, we love having you on here. So, anytime you want to come on, you're you're more than welcome. Cool, thanks. I I would love to. When next weird thing that happens, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well it's true barry there's t-shirts 
for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors <laughs> I think we're both sitting here trying to figure out how to uh, to react and i think that uh you know i mean i don't this is cool it's a cool episode it's really great the the, the has a really runs the gambit because you've got grandpa ghost who seems like you know a cool dude just you know chilling out or yeah. was you know when he was there to her but obviously to the people that were there before you know i think he was upset with everybody else that yeah. was there that lived there yeah. until they moved in i do too most stories that you hear about this kind of stuff when you start doing work on homes doesn't go well yeah where in this case it did go well and just you know taking what she talked about she, what she knew about the guy it it sounds to me like he's pretty happy with the way things are are going and i think that he probably was just sticking around to like protect his property that he worked so hard to build and watching people just not give a shit about it probably drove him nuts i'd imagine and yeah. uh so it's cool that she's had a positive uh you know uh, experience with it. Uh, he wasn't upset with them. He was a kind of a, of he was like a roommate ghost. Yeah. He was a casual friend ghost. You know, he didn't interrupt. He was just kind of hanging out and, uh, you know, and then he was like, okay, well, Hey, you know, he moved on, you know, whereas with the other people, you know, he was, they, obviously there was something going on that they didn't want to share. Um, because, they were, you know, I mean, the one, the, the one couple didn't ever, didn't go upstairs for years. Yeah. Which is, that's crazy. It is. That is bizarre. These people that came in were, you know, just didn't, didn't give a shit about anything and just sort of threw shit everywhere and, and, you know, didn't occupy parts of the house that, you know, they found that were a troubled, uh, piece of the property when the whole time the the ghost that was there the entity that was there was just wanting them to care a little bit about being yeah. there you know so yeah it's 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 interesting i've never heard a story like this really yeah it seems fairly unique you know uh from especially from what we've heard our experiences on the show um but hey if you got a friendly ghost or at least a neighborly ghost story uh to share, get a hold of us and let us know. Yes, please. We love them. Yeah. Yeah. We, and we love uh, other types of stories as well. Um, yeah. But you uh, got a ghost cat. Yeah. Like, uh, or whatever. Although there seems like it might have been more than just a ghost cat. Right. Um, but uh, if you got, you know, I, I, the, the few times where I thought maybe there was something, uh, maybe I, well, maybe not necessarily witnessed something, but kind of, experience something there was a time that i uh, was sitting on a bed and uh, i felt like a cat hop up on the bed yeah 
you know, and you know that feeling when a cat, because it's not the weight of a human. It's yep. you know, if you have cats, especially, you know what it what it's like whenever they jump up on a bed. Yeah. And I turn to look, and it's not one of my cats. There's nothing there, and it's like, huh, interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt that in a hotel in uh, Tulsa one time. Really? Actually, yeah. And uh, so I don't know, man. You know, maybe I got a uh, a, a guardian angel ghost cat. Yeah. Uh, watching over me or yeah. something. Who you knows? never know. You never yeah. know. So. That's cool. And I really do, I, like with, with Brandy's story, I really wonder how much of the first one was a haunting, because I think there was that, because she saw the little girl and the ghost cat and all this stuff away right. from the uh, the big mag- electromagnetic disturbance right. there right. that, uh, you know, in her house how much of it was that com- was uh, was real compared to what it was caused by that disturbance because that can affect people that's why we have you know, usually have those big powerful transformers and stuff away from where people live sure. because they can affect your brain and one of right. the things they can do especially is make you hear things that's yeah. you know maybe that's yeah, could be fifty percent. Could be you know. Could have been none of it. You yeah. Know. Well, that's that's no. a, that's an angle to the story that I I wasn't thinking of. And then when you guys were talking about it, I was like, oh, that kind of does make sense. You know, we we don't know how much of what we're experiencing is like of things that are outside of the paranormal that could be just maybe it's being enhanced by other energy mm-hmm. fields or something like that. I mean, that's, there's all kinds of possibilities when it comes to that. So, yep. But and I remember someone reading somewhere once, uh, a, a ghost authority talking about how they feel that there are, that there's something with, uh, like modern places, especially that aren't as haunted as things maybe used to be because of all the electric, all the electric lines and everything going around and all the electricity and all those fields going around us all the time. Right. That maybe that kind of like keeps things out. Um, sure. But I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, it could be, who knows, yeah, you know, but knows. I always thought that was a very interesting idea. It is. That it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a, almost like a force field of some sort. Sure. Um, that, you know, and, and, and again, you know, it could be keeping things in. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. So. Well, hey, thank you, Brandy, again for coming on. We appreciate it. Again, um, another previous guest that we've had on, and and she's been so fun to talk to and and just willing to share her stories, and we appreciate that. Yep. Thanks again. And as always, um, thank you for listening, and we uh, we want to hear your stories. If you got stories, if you uh, aren't sure if they're ghosts or maybe they were ghosts, just like Brandy, um, go ahead. We'll talk about it. We'll, you know, we'll hash it out. Maybe we'll come up with an idea or, or maybe not. Who knows? But we just love hearing stories and we love hearing all you guys stories and hearing from you. Um, so, you know, send us emails or, uh, to comment on our, uh, social media posts, you know, uh, stuff like that. Just, you know, let us know what you're thinking and let us know how everything's going out there in Weirdsville. And uh, check out all of our social media spots. Um, give us a call on the hotline. You know, that's uh, 513-909-9821. 
and uh, you know, say hello. Um, say hello, your and your uh, what your name is and where you're listening from in Weirdsville, and uh, maybe we'll put that up on the show if we record if you record a message like that. Um, so yeah, uh, we hope that you uh, have checked all your candy for razors and for all the paper tattoo LSD blots and uh, all the good stuff. And then let the kids have all the bad stuff. Um, and we hope that you have a good week. Barry, guess what we got next week? Who? Uh, we have our friend, special correspondent, resident Bigfoot expert. And in this particular episode, serving as voice of the listener. Yes. Mr. Jeff Hubbard. And uh, we have some write-ins. Um, it's been a while, but we've got a good, oh, we've got a good batch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. This is good stuff. And not just write-ins, but we have other media that we are looking at. That's we right. have videos, we have photographs, we have all sorts of cool stuff. So, yeah, that's going to be a fun episode. So everybody do tune in next week and join us. And in the meantime, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.